Was that lightning? It was lightning. That was really on top of us, too. That was, you know, if you count, if you count between the lightning and the thunder, that's how far away. It was like lightning thunder. That's what I'd heard. I don't know if that's, I don't know, that may be, that may be what, what's it called? Like old wives tale? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's thundering and lightning here. Um, and we just finished an awesome episode because Kathy, Kirsten and I went to a pole dancing class, which was taught by Sam, who is a regular also on this podcast. And Halston came and filmed it. So we're going to post a few clips here and there on YouTube um, of our <laughs> pole dancing successes and fails. I had a couple fails myself, but it was such a fun class. And I learned a lot about myself and I felt like I was playing and it was so much fun. Um, I, I recommend you give it a try. If you have one in your city, it was really, really, really fun. And it was not really about being even being that sexy it was more about being in touch with your body it was awesome so i hope you enjoy this podcast and definitely check out the clips we post on youtube maybe some on instagram too and i'll put some on my website wifeotp.com uh thanks everybody for listening and i hope you enjoy episode number what 62 62 pole dancing chenille like oh, but it's yeah. real it's like as big around as my finger the like yarn <gasps> they're the best blankets ever isla has stolen mine <laughs> and i use it to sleep on the couch when bert snores that's my blanket like and she has stolen it and i can't every time i get it back she she's been hiding it in my room and i keep finding and it's a blanket like it's, it takes effort to hide that <laughs> She will not give it, and every morning she's got it on. And I'm like, you freaking jerk. That's my blanket. So I sent Sue this long, kind of funny email about how um, Isla keeps stealing my blanket, and I would like to please put in a request for one more blanket, <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> like I'm asking her to spend 50 hours just, you know, just to <laughs> stop this war that's happening in my house over this blanket. And she already has like two Rams blankets, that are chenille and another chenille blanket from urban outfitters and another chenille blanket from urban outfitters she doesn't need my blanket i'm like you have four blankets have- are very personal though when you find yeah, the one you that one, you like yeah. yeah yeah but you shouldn't you find can't. mine that's true. that's mine i don't have anything that's mine they take everything of mine i hear you i feel like yeah. the one thing that's mine yeah. that was my christmas present stolen <laughs> not anymore i know so, uh, how much fun was yesterday? It was oh, a lot of so fun. much fun. I had a blast. Yeah, me too. So, uh, what did we do yesterday? <laughs> pole dancing. Pole dancing. 
Wait, was, where's Sam? Is she not coming? She can't she come? couldn't make oh. it. She had to work this morning. Um, Our teacher extraordinaire. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Sam, who has been a frequent guest, teaches at the S Factor, which is a. It's actually. Uh, I thought it was like just a pole dancing class. But I found it to be much more than that, actually. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. It's it's way beyond the pole. I mean, the pole is sort of like the lure yeah, um, and what makes it um, sort of stand out to people. But I think it's really more about like sort of empowerment, like yeah, personal I think empowerment. Like you go in thinking, oh, this is like a stripper class. I'm going to learn how to be a stripper. It's all about the pole. And it's not actually that at all. So, yeah, it's... It's a little bit different when you think of a pole dancing class. but Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was, I said this to Bert last night, I felt like I was playing in the yard climbing trees. Like yes. that's the way it made me feel on yeah. the inside, like I was playing. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think we play enough as adults anymore. And at, although I guess it's sort of sexual or sensual, yeah. I didn't really, that wasn't the first feeling. You know, I wasn't as self-conscious as I thought. I, I thought I would be really self-conscious, even though I'm with the two of you and with Sam, who are all my friends. I thought I would be a lot more self-conscious. Yes, likewise. You did, yeah? Yeah, and, and I was self-conscious. You were still self-conscious? Jazz hands. Like, what the hell do you do with your hands? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't. I don't know what to do with them. I went right okay. back to cheerleader. Everything was like, <laughs> cheerleader hands. That was the hard part. But Yeah, that was the hard part. And, you know, she said this morning, Sam called this morning, she's super, to say she couldn't make it and to say she can't wait to hear this episode and she wants me to call her tomorrow and tell her what we talk about because she can't wait till the episode airs. But um, she said, you know, in a regular class, uh, you are taught to touch yourself a lot more than I mm -hmm. did because I just wasn't feeling it in the room or something. She said something like that. And she was like, well, I just didn't. And after the class was over, I thought to myself, I wish I had really done that because I kept saying, what do I do with my hands? Right. I don't know what to do with my hands. And I guess you're supposed to touch yourself with your hands. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think about how little I touch myself not in a sexual way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in general, how much, how not sensual you are. Because sensuality doesn't have to do with sex per se, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It has to do with processing through your senses, I guess. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, did that. that, did that hit you at all? Did you think, you know, I don't ever touch myself? I mean, in that moment, yeah. I mean, I didn't really think about that afterwards, I don't think, but... That was definitely the part that I was like, okay, this is, this is definitely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you, know? you guys were very brave. Uh, well, and especially like around uh, your friends, that, it's like, you know, <laughs> running your hands all over your like body around whole, your friends. It's a like, little bit, yeah. you know, the whole hair yeah. thing. I was like, I would never, ever do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Running your, like, like, and Sam is super comfortable doing that. She was What awesome. do you even call like, that? Like, yeah, I don't know. Running, it's not running your fingers through your hair. It's like playing with your hair. Or kind something. of, yeah. But in like a sexy way where yeah. you get it all messy and stuff. Do you know years ago in an acting class, um, a teacher said this character, you know, you've got to stop touching your hair. This character is, you have to think of her like a royal. The royals, you would never see Kate Middleton or at the time, I was probably talking about Princess Diana. Yeah. You wouldn't see Princess Diana touching her hair. Uh -huh. That's too sensual when you think of it. The royals, it's very like arms by your sides right, or right. arms in your you know folded in your lap 
Um, so you're very royal. You're regal, <laughs> Kathy. Right. That's really you're very, you're very regal. Very regal. <laughs> well, you have the height for regal, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, if I only had the crown. That's interesting. And... That's, you know, yeah. when I, I uh, studied um, in New York, I, st- I studied Meisner acting, and one of the requirements for my particular school was to take a movement class, which was very sensual, it, no poles, but you like started on the floor and had to roll in a specific kind of routine, like the just sort of a routine like what Sam taught us. But the routine was meant to open different parts of your body so that you could like get in touch with emotions that are like stuck, like in your mm-hmm. hips or in your back or in your head even or neck. And um, it would be very emotional, this class all of a sudden you'd be rolling around and you'd start crying or you'd start (laughs) laughing and you didn't know why there was no thought connected it was just feeling connected to body right and I could see how this pole dancing is kind of the same by the end of the class I felt like loose I felt really loose in a way I hadn't felt in a long time yeah I think sort of one of the things I was realizing yesterday is that with that whole routine, by like the third time, you're so much more comfortable. Yeah. Because like you're you're trying so hard to get it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Like I want to follow the <laughs> steps exactly like she does. You know what yeah. I mean? You follow the instructor. But by the third time, you're like, oh, I totally get how this is less about like being awkward and what do I do with my hands? Like once you sort of have that sense memory down, you're you can go to the part about feeling empowered because that's really, I think, what the class is more about than anything else. And yeah. Yeah. I think if you were to take that class regularly or do it more often, it totally would help you feel that way. I felt... 100%. I felt... I wanted... I wish it were... I mean, it's too far away. It's like an hour commute. And it's a two-hour yeah. class. And it's a two-hour right. class. And you, ca- I could... Yeah. If it were here where I live, I would probably go to that regularly because when i left i was physically exhausted i don't know about you guys but oh, my i was oh shot my God. right my legs are jello when i walked out of there jello yeah. i couldn't uh, jello and i'm i are you sore today a little bit a actually little. i'm not as sore like, as i thought i would be i was very too. sore last night I you were like <laughs> when i walked out my legs were jello and then i didn't really think about it this yeah. morning i got up i did everything running around and then when i was standing in line for coffee i was like oh my <laughs> things are like a little tender like yeah, and my arms like that I anticipated hanging on to that pole yeah. I was like whoa yeah yeah <laughs> I, I fell like off the pole <laughs> I fell off the pole because I don't have enough arm strength to hold my fat ass on the pole I'm spinning around the pole and foop, fall completely off because I literally didn't have the strength to hold myself up on the pole I mean the one it's move hard. I could do it's hard it was it, it was really strenuous hard. yes and it wasn't difficult it was just strenuous yes. you, you have to be strong very strong clearly I need to workout before going to that workout (laughs) class again but um yeah i left all wobbly legged Mm -hmm. too and then um (laughs) last night before i went to bed i was like i am going to preemptively take two tylenol (laughs) and just Uh get any inflammation maybe calm down so it can heal in the sleep yeah and i woke up this morning and i i'm not as sore as i expected yeah but i am like i feel my abs i feel my forearms like I'm sore in my forearms. See, I feel it like on the side of your too. hips, I feel which it. would be so awesome because how do you ever get that muscle tone? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like that would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. I feel on the, all the way down the side, yep. to the side of my hips and thighs. Yep. Um, and, yeah. But my forearms, <laughs> I was holding on really hard. 
<laughs> you see how hard I was struggling not to fall off the pole? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, it was funny. But yeah, I left. I came home last night and I said to Bert, I felt like we just played. Yep. And what a fun thing to do. We don't play anymore. Ever. Yeah. I mean, when do you play like that? Like yeah. a physical play. Well, you were asking well, um, Sam yesterday, like, what kind of exercise would you call this? Is yeah. this like strength tra- training? Is it core? Is it whatever? And I was thinking about it last night, and I thought, like, it's dance and gymnastics, but in a different way than a gymnastic. Like, obviously, you're not doing the balance beam or the uneven bars or whatever, but it's it's very gymnastic, like holding on to that pole and swinging around. And gymnastics, to me, just reminds me of childhood it's like doing Mm. cartwheels like because whether or not you ever took a gymnastics class in your life kids do cartwheels and somersaults and all these things like which that with the spinning around the pole like I I got a little bit of like oh okay I'm a little woozy like after spinning around a lot of times um but it it is that sense of like just that childlike sense of just like I'm swinging around the pole yeah it was I'm doing cartwheels I'm it was. So I wonder fun. if it would be that in an actual class. I think the expectations, because you're with people that you know and you're comfortable with, so it doesn't matter. I don't know if like walking into a class where you don't know anyone, well, if it I, would feel I different. I took the class. Not. You you did it once. I took. I did, well, I did a private party once. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did one. It was like the private, it was the two hour introduction and it was mm-hmm. what we did. Um, and it was many years ago. I mean, it was like when Vivian was a toddler maybe or a mm-hmm. baby many years ago like 10 years ago maybe and um I didn't know anybody like I got a group on or something I I knew no one in there and at first it was like oh touch yourself around (laughs) right (laughs) these people I've never seen before and a lot of them were like there was you know a little uh bridal party that Mm -hmm. was there together and so it was like you know clusters of friends who were doing it together and I was like okay and then there's me and I still felt very comfortable by the end of it I felt like yeah, this is like, and I had that same sense of play of like going, oh, I just like, I want to pull at home not to be a stripper, right? but to right. just like swing around like a fireman's pool. Like when you visit the, the fire uh, department with your preschooler and they get to slide down the pole, it's like, Wee! yeah, <laughs> that's the feeling that I had. Yeah, that's the feeling that's I had right. too when I left. I felt like I had spent an hour and a half playing, yeah. like climbing trees. Well, like when yeah. I was a kid and crawling around on the ground right. and, yeah. you know, because we crawled around on the ground yeah. and we crawled around on a chair and we you know, rolled around yeah. and I was like, oh my God, I just, I just forgot how much, you know, I, that's all I did as a kid. Yeah. I didn't play yeah. with dolls like that. I was outside doing, you know, really active stuff. I don't know. I really liked it. I wish it were closer yeah. because I would go all the time. And I think... You know, just with anything, if you're starting jujitsu class, you walk into a jujitsu class, they don't start at the same time. Everybody's at the same. You enter right. a class that's already in motion, sort of. Yeah, so, and right. they bring you up to speed, which this, I would imagine, would be similar. So, I think you just have to push through your first class. Well, they have different and, levels. Like, that's like the sort of introductory one that we did, but then they have like level one, which is like, I don't know, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is. Like, and then level two and level three and it go a friend of mine did it and got to a quite an advanced level and she had to stop because of work constraints and time constraints because it's just like you know it's a two-hour class yeah, and it's yeah. tra- it you know travel to get there and whatever but she said that it was just the most empowering thing that she ever did and and the most fun it's 
let's talk about the empowering mm-hmm. part because i did feel really empowered yeah. um did you yeah. after you left yeah i felt like i felt sexy and i haven't felt sexy in a long time it's hard to make a spare tire look sexy <laughs> oh or feel you have sexy. to stop talking <laughs> about I a, spare a spare tire oh my god i'll show it to you it's, it's exactly <laughs> around the middle front back side all around right so I haven't really felt sexy, you know, and I felt sexy like in my workout clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hadn't felt yeah, like that. Yeah, because none of us were dressed sexy. We were wearing no, like right. leggings and, and a tank top. A top. Yeah. Yeah. Like workout. Yeah. I could have gone for a hike totally. in what I was wearing. There was nothing sexy. Yeah, I wore it. what I wore to Pilates. Like, yeah, same. <laughs> so what you'd worn to Pilates before. Yeah. You were crazy to go to Pilates before. Beforehand, I know. Right. Crazy. Maybe some of my pain today <laughs> <laughs> the double workout maybe. maybe so i mean did you you felt did you felt sexy did you feel oh, like in- definitely yeah yeah um i mean we so we learned a lap dance yes <laughs> during it which um on the surface was my least favorite part i was like oh i could just play on the pole all day like i yeah. i just want to keep spinning around the <laughs> me pole too, me and too. climb it like my god sam was amazing she like, was crazy oh my god yeah totally amazing so at the end of our class um, sam showed us like her routine and i was literally mouth open i couldn't believe she yeah. had, the shit she done on that pole yeah she climbing is, all the way up uh, the right. pole, like climbing alone like, and, and then hanging upside down and off of and it like and, it was nothing yeah yeah like, like it was nothing. yeah she was barely breathing hard afterwards. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh-huh. that was, yeah. She's really impressive. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. talk about core strength. She's like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's right. the kind of strong yeah. you have to be for that. Yeah. I couldn't believe she was that strong. Yeah. It was impressive. Super yeah. impressive. It was yeah. impressive too to see a woman be that strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see women who do all these mm-hmm. um, conventional workouts, you know, where yeah. they're, you know, lifting weights and running and on the peloton yeah but to see that's all she does for her fitness is this pole class and i was impressive it was really impressive it really was um i felt very in my body i didn't realize how much i disconnect to my body you know yeah Mm -hmm. to try and just get through the day you know i got so much shit you don't like like i said like the touching your own body uh even Even when I was touching like my thighs, I'm not even like, I mean, she was touching her vajay and I was like, woo, in front of everybody. We're really going to touch our vajay for Okay. Okay. Isn't that one move? It's kind of nowhere else to put your hands. So, okay. But I was like, I don't ever rub my thighs. I don't ever, you know, right. rub yeah. my belly. I avoid that at all costs. Because yeah. I go, look at that cheeseburger right there, right there on the belly. But um, it's true. Yeah. You do that for other people, but not yourself. Do that right? for other people. And yeah. nobody does that for me. Like Bert obviously will rub my back or something, but he's here two days a week. So I spend like five days a week with no one. I have to take it from people. Right. You yeah. have to make my kids give me a hug. Hey, that's why we have right. pets. Uh, tell me about <laughs> yeah. it. I know. I cuddle I, on the couch with the dogs. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I thought that was really interesting too. I hadn't really thought about how little I touch myself mm-hmm. and how that feels it felt so awkward it did feel really awkward right, right? in the beginning yeah but should it feel so awkward? stupid yeah, yeah. exactly because half of it is not touching your vajay do you know what i mean half of it is just touching your thighs or your arms or your hair or your hair, or your hair. Yeah, yeah exactly like, it's not but in a sensual way to like the touching the hair it wasn't just like you know pat pat that's, <laughs> that feels good it, it's like the whole 
thing of it was like sensual and again not sexual yeah. per se but just to feel like to actually feel both your fingers on your skin and your skin on your fingers or yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i do yeah well here's an interesting thought okay so sexuality right and sensuality are connected but not mm-hmm. they can be connected and they can be separated it's a venn diagram it's, it's a what? Yes. A Venn diagram. I don't know what that is. What does that mean? The, like the circles. Like there's a circle of right. sexuality, a circle of sensuality. Oh, and, and they, they intersect. Overlap. The part that overlaps. There's the part Aww. that overlaps. And then there's the yeah. parts that are separate. You guys, with your college educations <laughs> and fancy words, man. I got a high school education. Come on now. Venn diagram. You think they would teach that about in Georgia? No. Um, but I know what you're talking about. I've yeah. seen them before. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I don't know. I started thinking about the the atmosphere we're in today, right? With hashtag Me Too, mm-hmm. and how, as of almost fifty, a forty nine this year year old, how I used to be so much more sensual when I was younger, and part of that may be age and marriage and whatever. But I wonder how much of that is the atmosphere of today, too. I feel like our world today is far more cautious and conservative than our world was in the 80s and 90s, hmm. that we were more free as a society to be sexy, sensual. I mean, think about even the movies. There was sex in every rated R movie. I mean, naked women, and maybe that's the objectification of women, obviously, in some way. But in what way did the non-objectification of women shut down our sexuality? Do you know what I mean? Women Mm. are, men and women are both sex objects. I would say of the two sexes, women are much more, more pleasant to look at. You know, I love looking at men naked but if you look at the actual physical form women are beautiful and i don't i I just i I thought about that Hmm. last night where i thought i wonder if this kind of decline in overt sexuality has affected the sensual walking around sensuality of people you know Hmm. what i mean to not have to be able to be sexy and sexual and sensual and that not be judged as she's a slut or she's loose or I don't know. I don't know. So from my perspective, I feel like for me, it's more a process of aging and putting all my energy into my kids and not having the energy or the thought about myself to, you know, to touch yourself. And again, not sexually, but just, you know, sensually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. It makes me think about, um, I, I don't know. I I feel like um, there's been a process of like becoming smaller for me, Mm. Um, like in the school setting, like Mm -hmm. when our kids started school. So even as far back as preschool of just wanting to fit in and the best way to fit in was to be less um, sensual or um, just to not stand out in any way. So the easiest way to stand out to not stand out is to just wear the leggings and the sweatshirt and the to blend whatever to just Mm -hmm. blend Mm -hmm. and to be yeah to be not remarkable and um i think that that really bleeds into all other areas Mm -hmm. um i feel like i've had a long process of becoming unremarkable interesting (laughs) Um, just to to fit in and to be like to be 
to feel safe for all the other parents. So they're like, oh, yeah, she's like us instead of like, you know, when there's like the mom who maybe she like works full time and she got off to pick up her kid and she's like in the heels and like fully put together in the dress and the lipstick and the hair and everything. And it's like, oh, wow, that. Oh, she that's that's different. And that's like, wow, she looks great. And that's and I didn't want to do that. Like I, I wanted to be like, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't feel like it's just me. I feel like people do it. I've I've been thinking about this. So but I feel like a lot of women do that unconsciously that it's like, oh, I want to be part of the tribe. So we're all like, look at us. We're all wearing like a gray sweatshirt. <laughs> we're all wearing a gray sweater. Yeah. yeah. And some of that is just that, yeah, we're busy and, you you know, you have kids and you're going to softball practice and you have to be comfortable and you're running your errands and going to Costco. But part of it, too, is just like the fitting in of the tribe that mm-hmm. like if if Kathy showed up here in a slinky red dress <laughs> and heels, we'd be like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like it's it <laughs> yeah. just draws attention. Yeah. Right. Um, and this thing about not drawing attention. And it brings me back to the S factor class where it's like that whole thing is about all these the drawing attention of just sensuality in general is drawing attention to like, oh, how does it feel to touch my calves or whatever right. or to just, you know, run my fingers through my hair? Um, I don't know. That's that's the correlation to me. I don't I don't see it as much with the me too movement but you might be right i mean i just haven't thought about it that way at all i don't know i don't know if i'm right or wrong either i have no idea that's why i don't know when you were talking it made me think about sort of the younger generation like our daughters and because everything about them everything they're bombarded with is about sexuality and being sexy and being provocative and clothing is getting smaller and shorter and whatever so is that about being provocative or is that about being sexy like what Mm. what are that what message are they getting and Mm. what are they interpreting and how do they feel about it you know what i mean because it's a different generation yep but i feel like our generation when I was that age we certainly weren't dressing sexy like that do you know what I mean like that kind of stuff if if you drive by a high school that doesn't have um a dress code Mm -hmm. you see a lot of yeah there's a lot of skin a lot of skin yeah yeah that's so interesting I think um hmm yeah I don't know I don't know I think uh when I think back to high school I guess our yeah I guess you're right I guess we didn't dress quite as sexy sure is provocative to I our parents because the yeah, yeah. style but, was not the same right, but right right um it I wasn't know, sexy provocative as i mean they, they, it I is getting shorter and smaller mm-hmm. and more revealing and and, <laughs> and younger and younger you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you buy like a six-year-old and they have like cutouts in their shirt and you're yeah, like no. you're six yeah. why yeah why yeah. can't you just have a t-shirt yeah yeah right you know like I clearly don't have that problem in my house. Yeah. (laughs) I wears an oversized sweatshirt everywhere. Uh, She came home with something on the other day and she was like, yeah, I wore this to school. And I was like, who could tell? You wear the same freaking extra large men's sweatshirt every day. How am I supposed to know you wore that to school? I can't see through the sweatshirt. I literally said that to, I think both of my kids yesterday. I said, "Um, okay, time to get dressed. 
for school and they said we are because they wear the same thing to bed i mean they don't wear the same clothes they change yeah but it's the Um, same look but it's exactly the same look it's a giant sweatshirt and sweatpants and like okay how would i know yeah i don't know uh i don't know i guess my i don't know i don't know i i don't know it's i think it's a i think we're in a weird place in society now this weird place of so much conservatism on 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 one Mm -hmm. hand and then so much liberalism and i don't mean it like politically i mean like in values right Mm -hmm. in like you know there are a host of people who their kids don't dress provocatively and Mm -hmm. parents wouldn't allow that and you know they have this whole movement in some religious communities where they give you a promise ring not to have sex before you get married i mean that's definitely did not happen when i was a kid there was no like abstinence promise or whatever it's called but it was the norm it to be abstinent yeah not where i grew up (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot going on never (laughs) mind no i don't know yeah i guess well my cousin did get married uh she was a virgin when she got married um and but you know i don't know it seems to be more culturally out there to be like we have this abstinence promise on one hand and i don't think that i don't think well based on our next podcast according to the book we read (laughs) sexuality is happening later for kids even Mm -hmm. though they may be dressing provocatively it's happening later Mm -hmm. but i've said this before and people probably won't like this but there is a lot of power in being a woman right in in being sexy sexy and in some ways having control over a man right because you take your top off, his dick stands up. That's involuntary. You did that, right? He didn't go, okay, let me pump this thing up now. You go, hey, how about this boob? And they go, pachoing, and you did that. There's something very powerful in that. And now we spend our lives going, I don't want that to happen. I have to do dishes. I got to put groceries away. I got shit going on. I don't want that to happen. And that shift in, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, um, I, that pursuit of that kind of like watch what I can do oh look at that that was that was uh I, I think it was sort of a healthy sexuality and and in some ways maybe unhealthy but part of it was healthy in that I felt very uh, I felt very good self-esteem about myself uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah. yeah whereas now I've created this uh cycle of not wanting that to happen and i wonder if it has negatively affected my self-esteem about my sexuality Mm. about um being pretty about my spare tire i constantly talk about because the spare tire keeps the dick down in my head right yeah, but, but, it, the but it, the reality like, isn't i know the reality is the shirt open and her dick still pops so I, i'm not talking about that i'm talking about what it's doing to me right yeah. what, what i'm doing to myself right with with that shift of perspective or or desire even because i wanted to be like hey watch what i could do and now i go oh i can do that by doing nothing so watch you know i'm gonna repress i'm gonna shrink myself i'm gonna make myself less Mm -hmm. so that i can control the situation but the side effect of that is i feel less about myself exactly does that make sense yeah 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 it does do either of you do that or is it just i'm just the one that's fucked up (laughs) no i I I relate to that. So but I guess the question would be, 
for me, this I'm asking myself this, how do I bring that sexual piece back, right? How do I put factor that back in to my normal? Because I believe that that feeling of, because I used to be very much that way with Bert, like, watch this, you ready? Bam! And now I'm like, can we just go to sleep? But I feel like I may need to bring that watch this bam back in uh-huh. in some measured factor, fact, you know, uh, some measured way so that I can still get sleep. But I still have that kind of like I'm the aggressor. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it, but it's like that. You know, not that we're going to talk about the book yet, but that cognitive behavioral therapy like you have to retrain your brain because the situation hasn't changed you can still pop your shirt and it's still going to happen yeah you have trained yourself to think that i I can't do that anymore right so you have to retrain your brain to say okay the dishes need to like just stay there for the night and i'm gonna do whatever right Um, you know what i mean so it's not like it's like shifting a want yes it's like, like you a create, you had it, you still have it, but you put it in a different mm-hmm. category in your brain. So in mm-hmm. order to bring it back, it's not like you necessarily have to do anything except get over your, you know, psychosis of <laughs> your spare tire. Or whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That good old spare tire. Yeah. Um, I hear you though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I relate to that very much. I'm much rounder <laughs> than I once was, <laughs> j- even just a couple of years ago. And it's, it's a downer and it makes me I just focus so much on that that I can't get outside of myself to go and then if Richard compliments me which he does all the time he's Mm -hmm. like such a good husband Mm -hmm. and he's I think he genuinely means it yeah I have the same husband yeah I I just I just feel like you that can't be true that that just can't Uh, be true I feel that way (laughs) too you know I I've said I don't know if I've ever said this before but um, when I was studying acting in New York, I my part of my day job I waited tables, but I also modeled. And because I'm five foot four, you basically model swimsuits, lingerie, or cheerleader uniforms. That's pretty much it. So that's what I did. I did swimsuit, lingerie, and cheerleader uniforms for years. So I had a really great body. I had a curvy, but but rocking body. And then you know I'm pushing fifty. I'm like, whoa, this is a train wreck from the neck down. I feel like even though there's part of me that realizes my body in my age group is pretty great. You know, all things considered, obviously we live in a town where people who are 50 look like they're 20 from the neck down. But in the scope of life in general, my body at almost 50 looks like it should look at almost 50. I'm not overweight, according to the doctor. I, I don't have too much body fat, although I beg to differ (laughs) but according to my age i am i am in perfect health i don't have any need to lose weight even but my looking in the mirror i go well clearly i could amputate half my body and i would still (laughs) then i would look okay but yeah i feel the same way bert was like i could do nothing i look dressed like a, a schlump and he's all over it because he's a great husband that way um but but yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to decide to shift my perspective and try and get back to that girl who had empowerment through sex or sexuality and sensuality. I'm going to I'm going to try to bring that back into my milieu 
of who I am today because I feel like who I am today as a human I like much better than who I was when I was that more sexually driven young you know lady and you're much more powerful in different ways right like I think that's the difference you're absolutely right we all are because we have wisdom and experience and um I think I'm going to try to start doing that and just see how it affects how I feel about myself. Because after that class yesterday, I thought um, there is more to me than I'm showing, like what you had said. Yeah. There's way more to me than I am showing the world. And a simple day of playing on a stripper pole (laughs) one day just went, hey, wake up to this whole other side you kind of put to sleep. Yeah, and it's Mm -hmm. not just the sexual or sensual, like the fact that we're talking about this came out of a pole class, it doesn't mean that the side that I'm not showing isn't the sexy (laughs) side, side, but it just, it does seem to awaken like other side, like the creative side, Yes, you know, the playful side, the funny side, um, all of these things that I feel get shut down or just made smaller because of just the, the minutia of the day yeah you know there's a lot of minutia in your day yeah sure that is. it's just like yeah. oh, seriously i just take the garbage out again yeah you know but i always use that example but garbage just never stops yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. constant in my house yeah. garbage <laughs> food like all of that what am i making for dinner what yeah. am i getting with this what do I, how i have how's homework and yeah. a piano class and that softball game it's just constant well it's almost like you when you talked about in both of, in all of the sex um podcasts about scheduling sex it's almost like scheduling play yeah instead mm-hmm. of and that maybe that will lead to sex right but the scheduling play part of it to just have that that free feeling and to feel like maybe your younger self before right before all of the minutia crept in because i mean honestly a lot of the things that are minutia in my life like meal planning and making i didn't worry about that when i was in my 20s no. it's not that i didn't have an eating disorder and i ate right. <laughs> but all right. i would just like grab some cereal or you know yeah, grab right. an apple grab a grab a this it wasn't like a whole thing but when you're planning for a whole family and you have to make sure that they're getting their protein and they're getting all their things and whatever it you know it's just it's not fun no and it mm-hmm. takes up more brain space so we had more space mm-hmm. in our minds to like explore all that other stuff and to be creative and yeah. to go bowling mm-hmm. with your friends just for no reason yeah, right. and uh, you know yeah. it's the play piece i think that sexual part the playing part of sex you know yeah. we pl- we're playful and all that that's not what i mean i mean yes. like one level up from that we have uh, our sex is fine our sex life is fine and i don't mean we're bringing whips and chains of i course, mean my yeah. perspective becoming more playful about it right more uh yeah more more sexual as opposed to more like love yeah. i love you so we're making love instead of being like these like more fun, more play. And just mm-hmm. feeling more in touch all the time instead of it just being like, oh, okay, we're going to go for it. Okay, now switch it on. Like, right, right. 9 um, p.m. for yeah. Monday. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I wish there were classes that were, uh, why don't they have just adult play classes? Right? Like with an indoor tree. Everybody climb the tree. I would be an so into that. tree. <laughs> a climbing tree. That would be so fun. I mean, I hate exercise classes because it doesn't feel like 
playing. I would have done that right. for four hours. Totally. Yeah. I would have just done that for all day because it. I like yeah. you. I kept going. I want to spin on that pole one yeah. more time. <laughs> I yeah. spin on that pole one more time. I mean, I literally almost. I was reaching out for it to spin around, and I realized that it was like we were focusing on the lap dance, and I literally almost like. I, like a bad kid, you know, a kid who's like, you know, oh, I'm just going to go play with this truck when we're supposed to be doing math or whatever. Oh, my God. But it, it was so alluring. It was really fun. Yeah. So did you do your routine for your husband last night? I no. thought about it. You did? I actually thought about home. it, but I did not. You did it? Hell yeah, I did it. Oh, my God. Wait, which was- one? I was too sore and tired. Uh, the, like the wall routine? I did or the, the wall routine and the lap dance. Obviously, I don't have a pole. But right. I was I was like, I was really bummed I didn't have a pole because I wanted to show him my skills. I know, right? <laughs> that, that spinning one, I had, I, I like that I a know. Lot. That was really fun. But no, I did the wall dance and he, <laughs> and he sat in a chair and watched the did wall Did you put dance. on music? Uh, Motley Crue. <laughs> His choice, not my choice. I kept going, I don't know how this is going to work what with Motley Crue. <laughs> Uh, uh, kickstart my heart. Yeah, wow, <laughs> I was like, this may very, be too very fast. Different very little, right? I was like, we were doing okay. like JT, you know, we were like some kind yeah. of like, you know. And he, no, he's like Motley Crue. Okay. So Whatever. I did the dance. I almost fell because the part where you slide down the wall and your legs are out from the wall and your yeah, legs are yeah. bent, I could almost not hold myself up. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't really twist my hips like uh-huh. I did in class because my legs were like so jello. Short. They were so I had no strength in them at all. Yeah. Um, but I remembered the whole routine. Mm-hmm. And then I did the lap dance, which is uh, actually a lot more awkward on a human than on an empty I, chair. I That's so imagine. funny. Like as she was doing it, I was like, "How does someone actually sit in the chair while that happens?" Well, yeah. Bert had two hundred and forty-five pounds. There wasn't a lot of room for me in that chair, <laughs> so I kept going, having to move his hands. And and when I was done, he was like. Except for the silliness, that was really sexy because I couldn't stop giggling. I mean, of I was, course. I mean, I was like, well, I could do it again. I think the more I do that, the less silly I'll get. But totally, I was like right. really uncomfortable, and that's not anything I've ever done with him before. But he liked it a lot. I'll bet <laughs> a lot. I'll bet he was like, that was kind of amazing. Oh, that's oh, awesome yeah. that you did it. Did you do the part, the flicking your hair? I did. Yeah. Yes, and I like even that? kind of, sort of figured out what to do with my hands when you. Flack your when you what how would she call it when you toss your head back and I, every time I would toss my head back I'd go like this ha like I was dancing a fussy dance in her class I'd be like fussy 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 and then uh I kind of figured out I just kept my hands on my thighs and I went oh that's what you're supposed to do yeah when right. in doubt touch yourself you know, when in doubt touch yeah. yourself there you go and uh so I did that and he was like that was really good that was really good I like that oh, a lot that's awesome. uh let's go take a bath and I'm like it's it's almost midnight I don't oh I don't God. have to I love you but I don't have an hour I just wanted to show you this and then like let's get to town you know I was working you yeah. up so we could get to town so I did have the inclination I was like I, you know I, I'm feeling good about myself I'm I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do the dance for him but I had to read the book for the other podcast that we're doing. I was delinquent in reading the book. So I was like, I got to go. And then he is like a serious, my husband has become a serious CrossFit fanatic. And um, the CrossFit games have been on for the last few weeks where they like do a big like competitive workout once like on the weekend. And um, he was really sore. And so he was sitting with an ice, ice packs on the couch. And I was like, 
this is what it's come to. It's the two of us like rubbing ointment on our joints and uh, yeah. super sexy. <laughs> That's now that is your your uh, yeah your foreplay. And I mean the smell right. of Little menthol bang-gay. in the Perfect. room was so powerful like at bedtime and he was like oh and I commented on it and he said oh I'm so sorry and I said no it's coming from me too <laughs> I did a total rub down with that that's pretty funny yeah that's really funny. Oh, that's funny no I did it I was like if I don't do it I'm gonna forget this routine because he won't be back till next week he left this morning um and you know what was interesting is when I was doing it for him I I didn't enjoy it as much as when mm. I was just doing it for myself yeah it was it was um even though you were there and you were watching or but, we but were all we doing it at the same really, time yeah. yeah we were doing it at the same time i didn't see you guys yeah, do your routines really, no. i saw you do your lap dance routine because there was the one chair but right. other than that i didn't see you do that because i was like too caught up in my own choreography <laughs> right right figuring it all out <laughs> trying to learn but yeah it's different to just be the full focus of that yeah you know then yeah. you're doing it for that person as opposed to doing it for yourself so i understand sam said that she she's been teaching s factor for 12 years yeah. but she had taught for nine years before she danced for her husband because it was not about that and i got that last night yeah i went yeah. okay this is actually isn't about that the empowerment of the class would bleed into the bedroom i think it would it would be hard oh. not to yeah um but yeah, it was really awkward. I felt really awkward and I was very giggly and Bert wanted me to do it in lingerie and I refused. <laughs> I was like, the best you're going to get is a tank top and a pair of panties. That's all you're getting. The spare tire is not That's putting on a lingerie. Uh, um, <coughs> so I did it that way because I was like, I'm just not, I just wasn't fully comfortable with myself mm-hmm. to do that yeah. in, in bra and panties. <laughs> Um, or anything well, like Leanne, that. this also brings up, okay, so my the class that I took like 10 years ago or whatever, the there was a wide variety of body shapes there. Um, and there were some like, you know, heavier women. And I think that that was a really positive influence too, that it was like, oh my God, we're all just in this or whatever. I think that, you know, when it's when it's just you like when it's just me doing it then i'm like all wrapped up in oh my god i'm like yeah all the 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 cognitive behavioral therapy i need the work on that because (laughs) um i'm just like caught up in thinking oh my goodness i'm the heaviest ever and in my mind it's like ever out of anyone instead of well i'm the heaviest that i have ever been right but the heaviest that i have ever been is still again not overweight and right you know yeah. age appropriately age healthy appropriate, right. healthy mm-hmm. um but i think aging is just it's fucking hard yeah i agree with you aging is hard especially kathy it doesn't seem to have affected your body that's not true it, from the outside <laughs> it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to have affected. i'm sure you've lost muscle mass or strength or something like that but you're very thin and you still look great in a bathing suit right you do Okay. You Thank know you. you you do. You have Take to it, know. Take it, Kathy. You. Take but it. I used to look a lot better in a bathing suit. Well, we all <laughs> did, but everything was a little lifted, a little yeah. tighter, a little yeah. less cellulite But um 
my body has changed drastically from when I was younger. And, you know, I was just talking to Sandy about this the other day. I'm really frustrated lately because I'm eating like 1,200 calories a day and I'm not really losing weight. I'm kind of more not gaining weight. And I I don't know that that's sustainable forever to just live on 1,200 calories a day. So then I give up and go, fuck it. I'll just be this big as opposed to inching my way to smaller and knowing that to maintain that smaller I'm going to be eating almost nothing and I don't think that's really healthy like I don't eat I don't eat fast food I don't eat fried food I don't eat a bunch of pasta I really don't I have one piece of toast in the morning with two eggs and the rest of my day is pretty reasonable I usually have a salad for lunch and you know, reasonable stuff. And it's really frustrating to, to go, okay, actually, this is just your new metabolism. And there's not really a lot you can do about it. So you can either decide you're going to be uber regimented with every calorie you put in your body. Like for me to have one glass of wine on 1200 calories a day, I'm eating is just nothing. You know, it's like almost 200 calories for one glass of wine. So then Okay, well, then that takes a snack out of my day and I'm starving. So then then I'm never going to have a glass of wine. No, I'm starving all day to have a glass of wine, which I have maybe three nights a month, you know. And then, you know, when all of us get together and have a party, am I really not going to have any wine so that I can be this super thin? I look good in a bathing suit. It's just doesn't it doesn't balance for me. It doesn't seem happy. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me happy to feel not pretty, but it, or, well, not that I don't feel pretty, but to feel like I need to lose some weight doesn't make me happy. But it also doesn't make me happy to not, to, to be so regimented with every single thing I put in my mouth, you know? Yeah, I feel the same way. And it's, it's about your age, partly. My genetics, all the women in my family are four times my size. I mean, I'm pretty small compared to the women in my family. They're all apples with legs. <laughs> They're all completely round with legs. So I go, well, that's my genetic makeup. I mean, that's really right. what my makeup looks like. So Which you can't fix. Which you can't fix. So that acceptance of this is where I am and this is who I am is has become really hard lately. It's part of what's making me feel old, I think, is that yeah. I can't just eat salads for lunch for a week and drop five pounds. Uh, that's, I eat salad yeah. for lunch and maintain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's really kind of frustrating. It's very frustrating. Uh, and it makes you feel like out of control. It makes me feel a little out of control. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm a loser. Like I can't get this under control. What's wrong with you? And Bert's like, you just need to hire a trainer. But you know, everything I've read, you're, it's about what you put in your mouth, right? It's about what you eat more than anything. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the, the, maybe the class we took... It's a good wake-up call to shift into accepting your body 100% for where it is. But also a shift into making your exercise be fun, like be playful. So whether that is climbing trees, whether you do find a tree you can climb. Right. You know, or whatever the things. Right, because who has time to add more into your schedule, right? So if you can't go find time to play yeah why not make exercise the play part yeah and how do you do that right right find a tree (laughs) right no no but how you do that is you know 
I love to hike and I stopped yeah. hiking for a long time because I hated the traffic to yeah. get to the bottom no. of the oh, hill yeah. to hike. Exactly. I'm like, I'm going to spend 30 minutes. Or the parking. Right. The or, parking once right, you get you there. Yes. Yes. So then, but lately I've been doing it anyway. I've been like, you know what? You're just going to factor that time in and you're yeah. going to hike anyway. I've been hiking like three days a week and I really, really enjoy that. I like being outside. I like hiking. So, and I just wouldn't do it for years because of the semantics. Yeah. Do I really want to spend 30 minutes trying to get there? Yeah. And then it's a certain... Right, but if you change your mindset, you're like, you know what? That's it. I just suck it up 30 yep. minutes and then I'm going to get to do what I want. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's the shift in focus yeah. is... But to do what I want, to enjoy working out, yeah. then that's what you have to do. I've really enjoyed it. I love to hike. Do you guys like to hike? I love hiking. I do yeah. you? Yeah. Well, let's go hike sometime. I'd love to. Yeah. I've been trying to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I didn't. I cool. went Monday this week. I didn't get to go Wednesday. But um, because we it's were pole we're dancing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not blowing out my legs because then I won't be able to do anything. So, and I don't think I'll get to go tomorrow either, but. But that's my my goal. And then I try to do weight training the other two days a week because I was talking to um, somebody the other day who's in her early 50s and she uh, went to the doctor and is she is so fit. She's 10 times more fit than me. And she went to the doctor and she's pre-diabetic. And I mean, like woman has no fat on her body. And I thought, that's really weird. And she said, yeah. So, you know, I had to cut out all my carbs, which I did. But I wasn't happy. So I started researching, you know, pre-diabetes and, you know, menopausal, post-menopausal women. And I guess a loss of muscle mass mm -hmm. um, causes you not to process sugars properly oh, or something yeah. like that. So she started strength training. She started doing cardio three days a week and strength training three days a week. And her pre-diabetes went away. And she put carbs back. She was like, you know, I don't eat tons of carbs but i don't deny myself carbs anymore like i was absolutely no carbs mm -hmm. and now i've I'm, i eat carbs you know not all the time but i do eat them and she said the muscle building strength training took care of that uh pre-diabetes so um yeah. i was like that's really smart you know i guess when you get to a certain age you just start losing muscle mass yeah and that also helps um, with bone density which right. is another woman-centric Aging issue, fancy yeah. pants yeah. issue, right? Fancy pants. Um, yeah. So anyway, well, do you ever plan on doing this dance for your husband or lap dance, Stephen? You were very doing... excited about the, the lap dance. Yes, and now we have the perfect chair in you the bedroom. Oh, we do, wow. and he's like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and then he was home so late last night. I was like, "Honey, we're going to bed." Right. So, He's like, shit. Yes. So Damn it. I'm pretty sure the lap dance will happen. It did not happen yesterday, though. Lock your door, maybe. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Lock your bedroom door this time. The chair's right at the end of the hallway. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, you so can't. funny. You were doing one of the moves yesterday. Was it you or Sam where one of us said... Stephen Fromkin is just exploding oh. at this point. Yes. I mean, this yeah. this moment, he just explode. His long legs doing all these moves. He just, I mean, you wouldn't even have to touch him. Right. You just do the move and he'd be like, push, I'm done. Thank you. Go to sleep now. He was so cute on this podcast. Let's talk for briefly about that. What do you think about Stephen on the podcast? I thought he did a good job. I thought yeah. he was fine. He did a He's good like, job. He's like, he's just not happy, but whatever. He's not happy? No, he was just like, I sound like an idiot. I Oh, he like, was, I, oh okay. I thought it, you meant what he was saying on the podcast. Was oh, no, 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 no. Like, no, I don't yeah. think he cares about that. No, I mean, no. He said whatever. So 
I think that's fine, but but he wasn't happy. He felt yeah. like he, he's like I didn't contribute enough. I didn't say anything that was smart, and it's hard to get a word whatever. in when birds talking, <laughs> right? He takes up all the air in the room. He did the opposite of you, which was trying to shrink to fit in. He just consumes the entire room. I thought Stephen did a great job, and it was really funny to find out, you know. How they thought this was really, I don't know if you've listened to that. I've listened to half of it so far. It's long. It is yeah, long. They're all really long. long. Um, but when he was talking about how everything kind of geared up at 18 years old for them mm-hmm. and it's still kind of 18 years yeah. old for them. Right. That was a really interesting thing to think about because yeah. I definitely am 49. Right. In, in my sexuality. Yeah. And a 49 year old in can't keep up with an 18 year old. I mean, I don't think. <laughs> You got to be special, 45-year-old, yeah. if you are. But I thought that was really great insight. Yeah, it is. Because literally, he's like, we could have sex every single day. I'm like, no, no, no. We really can't. <laughs> no, I'm so tired. Like, that's yeah. his brain. He absolutely, 100% yeah. could do that every day. I'm like, yeah, that's, you really are 18 years old. So. Yeah, yeah. And you so. know what I thought was really sweet, too? He said the same thing. That Bert had said, I think he said this, I know, or maybe Bert said it and Stephen agreed, but regardless, they were on the same page with um, being so attractive to, to attracted to this person, like not yeah. just to the person they fell in love with, but to this person yes. right. and how that should make me feel really ap- appreciative Yes, uh, that he feels that way. You know, he says that all the time. He says it yeah. to me all the yeah. time too, and Richard I always says that too. and yeah. I always say I am appreciative. But for some reason, listening to both of them, it hit me in a different way. Where I thought I need to actually really take that in. It it well, is a disconnect. It's kind of like what you said, where Richard gives you a compliment and you're like, mm, yeah, right. It, like, it, but it, it doesn't sort of sink in, even though it should, and you know that it's genuine and you know that it's real. But you just it, don't it's feel the same that thing way, as like so. when I was a teenager and I'd feel like rejected or something and my mom would say, oh, you're so wonderful. You're so beautiful. And I think you have to say that you're my mom. Like and it was so she was so nurturing and loving. But I just think, well, of course, she's going to say that she's my mom. What else would you say? What else yeah. would she say? But and so I kind of feel like that from him that I'm like, OK, but he's my husband. He's supposed to say that he's supposed to think that. But. But, but I'm still, still old as to be your husband. He still chooses that, you know? He doesn't have yeah. to be there. He doesn't have to say that. He could say so, that and wander outside the marriage for right. someone who would yeah, like no, bring of it course. on. But right, they which, don't. But, correct. So, so it is a little more valid. It has to be given a little more validity than our brain that says, mm, you're just my husband, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Like, I think you're right. You know, what I was talking about too, that little piece that we put to sleep that little sensual sexual piece mm-hmm. that you put to sleep, it, it goes in that little piece, right? It's part of that little piece that's asleep. So if you wake that up, maybe that compliment or that knowledge that he feels that way helps feed that positive self-esteem. Because I really do think that, I'm speaking for myself, when you have babies and when you are so exposed physically to your husband, sometimes, you know, I don't, you know, the 50s and 60s ways of having babies may not have been a bad plan. Your dad's in the waiting room. Mom blows her shit out with a bunch of strangers. And now dad, you know, shows up and we're like, perfect. I'm all cleaned up. He saw me fucking shit myself. And that is, he did. I involuntarily shat. And he saw that. And that is so vulnerable. 
that is so like especially for a good southern girl that's uh, it's really weird and then i think in your subconscious psyche how do you come back from that as this like mysterious sexual being mm. you just saw me shit myself and and, and tear my vagina right. open you know right. and a baby came out of that thing and uh, i mean it's like the Seymour feed me plant from you know, the little shop of horrors is now you're going to have sex with that thing. I don't want you to know anything about Seymour feed me. I don't want you to stay out of there. I think in retrospect, I wonder how much sub, so, subconsciously I went, uh, the curtain's been drawn back. Now you see that that thing down there is really an alien being. And I'm kind of embarrassed about that. And I kind of am self-conscious now where I wasn't before. I wonder in retrospect if it... That's funny. I wonder if that book that you were talking about yesterday addresses any of that. The Hillbilly Elegy? No, no, no. No. The one you were talking about that Jeannie is reading. Oh! That talks about, right? Yes. Like this is brain body diet. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it is kind of. It, you know, mm. I'm, it's an interesting point. I can't wait. I'll read that book. I'll let you know. Right. You read it with me if you want. But, but yeah, I wonder if the if that affected my psyche in a way I didn't understand because I know I I felt like a different being sexually after I had kids. I felt like mm. I shifted into this place of my priority is my kids. Um, uh, this thing down here was damaged. And like medically damaged, uh, it, fixable stitches. <laughs> but right. we're we're in recovery down here, and uh-huh. Bert's pursu- pursuing that. Like, how quick can I get in that thing? When that thing is damaged, made me very protective. Uh-huh. Made me like, no, you fucking, you're out. Yeah. No, get back off. I understand that you're horny, but I have stitches in my vagina, <laughs> so you can fuck off. You know. And I think I took this kind of defensive stance. With yeah. protecting myself. Well, but you had to if he was trying to get in there. Oh, he would have gotten in there I day mean, two. And I, oh you know, I mean, he would have been, he'd had no, he had compassion. Yeah. But really, daddy wanted to come home. And yeah. mama, mama was like, home, home's broke down. <laughs> home's on the side of the road, four, four, four exits back. You got to wait. <sighs> and I wonder, because I did become really protective of myself, not only because I had stitches, but because I, you know, having a baby is traumatic as much mm-hmm. as people th- say yeah. it's this beautiful thing. It fucking wasn't beautiful to me. It was traumatic. I had a terrible first delivery. I had a botched epidural. So I was completely paralyzed from the waist down. Oh. And I had episiotomy and I, I would go from like no pain to full pain in one breath because the stuff would wear off. And when it was done... <laughs> It was shift change for the nurses that took the baby and left. They cleaned me up a little bit and then walked out of my room and turned the light out on me. And I was shaking. I was, I guess, I didn't know it, but I guess I was having some adverse reaction to something they'd given me. And I was shaking uh, by myself. I couldn't get anybody back in the room with me. The lights were off. And it was 730 at night. I was like, help. Okay. I can't get out of bed. And I'm kind of trapped. And then then what happens after you have a botched epidural is you have like a 10-day massive headache where you can't sit upright without your head like, exploding and i was on like heavy vicodin i couldn't function so that first childbirth was traumatic oh wow for me baby was fine i was fine but emotionally i was not fine i was totally not fine at all and i think it affected me more than i knew 
it affected me in the like hey what caused this was fucking <laughs> so oh, perhaps wow. i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> love wow. ya but i don't want to go through that again and i didn't have any of that experience with isla isla was like giving birth to a feather i just went <laughs> poop and she was here but that was not what happened with georgia and and so i wonder it's interesting now when you start pulling apart things mm-hmm. you know you wonder where hmm. where this closedness about sensuality started because it all starts from somewhere i mean i know i had my date rape in college and that i'm sure that was trauma so then Mm -hmm. i suffered trauma in the same body part when i had a baby and i wonder how much of that trauma that i felt i had healed showed back up subconsciously you know Mm -hmm. sure because that is trauma yeah um in the same organ (laughs) so i don't know it's just fascinating yeah so this this class did a lot for me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it opened up a lot. I'm really glad we did it. Oh, me too. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was really fun. It was a lot to think about and yeah. process. Mm-hmm. And dancing for Bert was fun. It was funny, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was fun. I was like ready fun. to get a pole installed in our house, <laughs> and but it really the pole sends the wrong message, like. It does. I think that's part of the problem with the class. Like nobody takes that class because you have this idea that it's all about being a stripper. Right. And it's really not about that. But you don't know that until you get in there. Right. And yeah, I mean more of 45 people you asked to come to this class and no one, everyone's like, nope, not doing it. And I think part of that is because of the psychology of like, yeah, I can't possibly do that. Be that vulnerable in front of people. Right. right? But that's not what it is at all. No. So That's really, it's really interesting. I wonder if that played into any of that. I'm sure and it probably did. Because I literally did, I, I asked like 12 people or something um, to do this class. And um, some people said yes, but had schedule conflicts. And, but not many. Um, I mean, Sandy has a quote injury. <laughs> no, she really she tore a rotator cuff. She, she has a legit, legit injury. injury. <laughs> she would have been a blast, by the yes. way. But she couldn't come. She was injured. But I was really surprised. People were like, yep, nope, can't do it. Nope, no explanation. Nope, right. just, just can't flat do it. out, nope. no. Oh, my God. And there is yeah. no way you could do that pull with a shoulder injury. Oh, no way. No, that she would have killed herself. That requires some yeah. serious. No. Oh. Like, not even with one hand. No. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no. No way. There was no fudging that. Even no. the crawling no. on the floor, she couldn't have done any of no. the class. Right. I'm really glad yeah. she didn't go. Right. My um, knee's bruised. Is it? Not, I have not a bruise the bad on mine one. too, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's so funny you say that. I have one on the top of this foot. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. it's from the pole. <laughs> I think Probably, I have yeah. Holding on you because I, yeah. you know, you're like this and you're spinning. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just that one foot, which was my back foot. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's my back pole foot. Or maybe it's from when I fell. Maybe I kicked the pole when I fell. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the good part is we videotaped the entire class. Oh, dear. Video I'm not tape. sure that's the Lord, good part. Uh, that is I, not the good How old am I to say videotape? <laughs> we recorded. We videoed. How do you say it nowadays, Halston? What do you say? We filmed. Okay, but it's not film. <laughs> the look of it's horror digital. on Halston's face. And, uh, like, poor Halston. Poor Halston. He needs a raise after yesterday. I, I know. Well, I've obviously have to pay him. He saw some body parts that I didn't even discuss paying seen. you for yesterday. Now I have to pay you more than I thought I would. Um, but... You talk yeah. about trauma. Halston is traumatized. I know. Bert, Bert's so funny. He was like... I was telling him about the class last night. He said, I got to get my hands on that videotape from Halston. I got, I'm going to, I'm going to go through it and I'm going to edit a like best of reel just for us not to put online 
just for us. And we're going to have a screening with everybody we know. And we're going to watch you and Kirsten and Kathy pole dance. And I went, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. No. We might pull some clips out and, and oh do like God. a reel for YouTube or something. He was like, this is the best thing ever. I am totally making this. <laughs> Yet to be clear, screening. when Leanne texted that Austin would be coming and filming <laughs> my jaw dropped i completely I the reevaluated the my decision to take this class oh my god the horror the horror i know i think your text was all capital it was, it was all yeah. caps i was shouting yeah. it <laughs> it was pretty funny it was really funny it was very funny but oh yeah, I'll, so I will do. I'll, you will have approval of anything I post. <laughs> It'll probably be mostly me because I know that. Yeah, luckily I was me. in the deep background, so hopefully. you did that on purpose. I think. <laughs> hopefully, it, I will not be revealed. Yeah, well, you, I would never post anything you didn't. You, I would let you tell me whether or not I could post it before I did anyway, because I don't think that's completely fair. Um, it was generous enough that you let me record it. And seriously, when we're 65, <laughs> we can watch this and have a good laugh. Go And then go, look how skinny I was. Yeah, exactly. Try to take the class again. And I only had one spare tire, not two. <laughs> Stacked on top of each other like a Michelin man. Do you know what? That is the takeaway, though. I do remember hearing right. this when I was younger that, you know, wh- whatever you are now, like, be grateful for it. if you get a picture of yourself and you're like oh I'm so fat and that I'm so whatever whatever it is someday you're gonna look at that picture and go oh my god I was gorgeous and that's true it's yeah. so true it's so true <laughs> it's so true yeah it's so true you're right you're mm-hmm. absolutely right you're absolutely right we should be grateful for where we are and yeah. celebrate really because yeah. yesterday that class was about celebrating who who you you know your body the ability to move like that to learn something new yeah i mean i had never been to anything like that before that was completely new for me to be vulnerable to be vulnerable to trust your friends to be vulnerable with your friends what an amazing bonding moment if we were i was as you were saying i wanted a a pole in, in my room i was like Whose garage can we put a pole in <laughs> yeah. and then just have, have Sam come? Exactly. Oh my God. How amazing would that be? Oh Sam my God. Sam has she a pole. She has one in her garage. Maybe she that's what we do. It. <gasps> right? The garage space. Maybe, maybe we do. The garage. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we have her put her pole up and we just start our own little collective of pole dancing milfs. Oh my God. <laughs> we can call each other the pole dancing milfs. <laughs> Oh my god! The take away from the empowerment part. The, the PDMs. No, is that the mothers I'd like to fuck? That's a really empowering. The the, the PDMs. Uh, I kind of like it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We may have to reevaluate the name, but <laughs> I would take that class. I would take that class too. Yeah. I wonder if she would do it. I mean, it would be kind of stealing from S Factor, but but they don't have a place over here. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I mean, I wonder why they closed. I mean, I wonder if it's, you know, they didn't have enough people. I'm I really sure feel didn't. like it's marketed wrong. I think people have the wrong idea. I think people have the wrong idea, too, because it really. And, you know, with a lot of classes like this, it is what you make it. If you want to go in there and fucking yes, fuck the pole, that's up to true. you. Yeah. Yep. But if you want to go in there and get what you get out of it, because none of us were 
running our i mean of the three of us i think kirsten was the most sensual yeah uh, like running <laughs> it's her, true uh, yeah in uh, the the toe drag walk you were doing i was like holy <laughs> shit you're like are you sure you didn't walk the streets you, at some point <laughs> you got it <laughs> no that's but that's just because i have a background as a as a ballet dancer you for do many many years yeah I um that. it like semi-professional at one point i mean as a no teenager way. i was paid to be in the look like the yeah to be in the nutcracker i didn't know that town. so it very you know you have long, a dance background i have a dance background yeah. so it's just like you know the choreography picking up the choreography and and like just following directions you know right. basically mm-hmm. being a director a dancer is just following directions right it's just you know so that was drilled into me right so that's all that what walking okay i'm watching the way she's walking okay i can try to walk like that don't but, make hey. yourself little you were the most <laughs> right. sensual one. Oh my god oh. you know there's a great <laughs> quote you, you know that great quote about making yourself small doesn't serve the world do you know that quote yeah i do mm-hmm. and i need to put it yeah. on your wall yeah uh-huh i think you do because yeah. you have yeah. a lot inside you you hide and that's very true you hide a lot i do i want to see it I don't know if you know this Her about face. me. She's like, uh. I think I'm a pretty powerful person. I think I pretty much. Yes. I'm a bully for good. <laughs> bully for that. good. Oh the BFG. I need a cape. Yeah. <laughs> bully for good. I love those parts of people that are just who you are and really powerful in it. You have a lot going on inside. Mm-hmm. You sewed your freaking backpack. No she shit, showed up with this backpack right? that's adorable that she made. I was like, I couldn't get over that you made that. That is a special talent. I don't know anybody else. There are none of my friends who could make that backpack. It sounds maybe silly to people listening, but no, I don't think it's silly at all. Incredibly talented. And you yeah, wrote a book. Yeah. Right? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 You need to shake mm-hmm. your moneymaker. <laughs> like yesterday yeah. <laughs> you were the best money maker oh. shaker <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh boy well it was really fun it was so much fun and i would do it again and i would do it regularly and yes, i would force you women to do it with me because i'm a bully for good but anyway <laughs> thank you for being brave enough Oh, thank you for having us. I mean, thanks for making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I made it happen. And now Bert, last night he was like, I think this is the new path for your podcast. I think you guys need to push yourselves out of your comfort zone regularly and have Halston record it. I think you need to take jujitsu classes. I think you need to learn how to surf. I think you need to do, I would do it all. I think you need to do this. And I think Halston should record all of it. This is the path. You need to break down barriers, break down barriers. And I was like, oh, babe, one lap dance did this for you? Wow. Really? wow! I am powerful. Right. I'm surprised that that's what right? he got out of the lap dance. That is um, what I got out of the lap dance. I got a wow. producer. Yeah, he was like, "I'd do it. I'd do it too." I was like, "That's yeah. actually a really great idea." He's like, "I know you couldn't possibly do it like that's every episode, every yeah. week, but, but you could yeah. do your same podcast and then insert these things like where." three you and two people go learn to surf and we record it and then we talk about learning to surf and then you start <gasps> right. surfing regularly oh and i was God. like you know it's not a bad idea because that, i would idea. love to learn how to surf oh my god i'd love to i would love to learn how to surf i would like to learn how to repel oh yeah um that's play isn't it yeah 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 both of those so maybe Very that's much. something we yeah. should make a list Cool. And he told me, he said, you need to email everybody that's been on your podcast and ask them what's something they really want to learn and just start going down the list <laughs> and do it with those people. And yeah. then 
record it and then talk about it. I think that's a good plan. Yeah, that sounds like that is a good plan. All right. Well, until our next adventure, <laughs> thank you very much, ladies. <laughs> thank you. And Thanks. I can't wait to hear when you dance for your men. We don't have to talk about okay. it on a podcast, but I want to know. Okay. I did it and it was good. Okay. Or I did it and it was a flop. I okay. doubt. Yeah, it's not going to flop. It's I not going to flop. flop. But no, nothing <laughs> will be flopping. Like Spoiler flop. alert. It'll feel like a flop, but it won't be. Nothing yeah. will be flopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flapping maybe, but not flopping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>